Good morning and happy Sunday to all of our HOD podcast listeners. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello to all. We pray that everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful Sunday morning. Pray that you all are feeling well. Everyone is in good health and good spirits. Blood is flowing warm in your veins. Activity of your limbs. We pray that God has continued to cover and keep all of you since the last time we were together. Um, We thank you all for tuning in this week another praise filled power pack podcast we uh, know that you all have been sitting by in expectation waiting for your notification and here we are back with another podcast for your listening pleasure we thank you all again for tuning in And we have a very, very good podcast for you on this Sunday. Uh, Got some throwback throwback music. Got some new music. We also have a great word for you here this morning. Uh, We do want to remind all of our listeners that House of Deliverance Ministry will be in service on next Sunday. Again, House of Deliverance Ministries will be in service on next Sunday, the second Sunday of August at 10 a.m. 3039 Thero Fair Road here in Goldsboro, North Carolina. House of Deliverance Ministries will be in service. Uh, We would love to see your face in the place. If you have nothing on your agenda, no prior engagements have nothing going on that needs your immediate attention we would love for you to come out and fellowship with us on next Sunday Um, we know that we have gone a few weeks without uh, church service as many of the church members have been on their summer vacation Uh, our pastor has also been on vacation, but we all back now. And I can say that I know from the messages that have been flowing from members of the church that we got some hungry folks out there. So if you want to experience a mighty move of the Lord, we would love for you to come and fellowship with us on next Sunday. Uh, We do want to continue to make sure that we keep our podcast prayer list going forward. Uh, Continue to keep each other lifted in prayer. Continue to keep uh, our nation and our leaders before the Lord in prayer. Uh, Continue to keep our children as they prepare to go back to school in a couple of weeks. And also our teachers in the schools. Uh, we also want to keep every school in our prayer. As we know, um, 
over the last few years we have had so many school shootings um, so many young people losing their lives uh, so much death in uh, all of our surrounding communities we definitely want to keep these children in these schools before the Lord in prayer also want to continue to pray for all of the ministries, churches, leaders, pastors, and all of those who are delivering the word to the people. That the word that they give is not just a word that they want to give, but it's a word that has come from the Lord. Uh, but with all of that being said, you guys, let us get into this podcast Uh, we hope that you all have prepared yourselves aka got those church socks on so with all of that let's jump into this week's podcast so sit back relax kick your feet up for as long as you can the church socks should have been on your feet when you hit the play button so with all of that being said let's get it Full sex, sis. Y'all ready? I'm a soldier.
You know we love me Anybody, anybody know 
just want to encourage everybody and let you know that God will take care of you. You don't have to worry about a thing. He's got everything in control. Be not dismayed, whatever be done, God will, God will take care of you. All you gotta do is be beneath His
it. Come on, everybody. I just need a thousand people to shout hallelujah. Almost. That was almost a thousand. Come on. I need a thousand more people to think about the fact if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, you don't know where you'd be. Come on. One more time. Shout hallelujah. Yeah. Come on. One more time. Think about how many ways he's made for you. Come on, wave your hand and shout hallelujah. Come on, think about how many times he saved you. How many times he delivered you. Come on, just wave your hand at somebody one more time and shout he's been good to me. Come on, tell him he's been good to me. Listen, I don't, ain't going to make you talk too much, but just look at somebody one time and say, Hey, neighbor, there's a miracle in this room, and it's got your name on it. They don't get happy. Don't talk to them no more. Find somebody else. Look them in the face and say, Hey, neighbor, there's a miracle in this room, and it's got your name on it. If you believe it, give God glory. Come on, clap your hands and give him glory. Bless the name of the Lord. He is worthy to be praised and adored. So we lift up holy hands with one accord and we say, blessed be the name. Isaiah 38, verse 1. We honor the Lord for his presence in this room. And we celebrate the anointing on the angel of this house. Come on, clap your hands. A global leader and humanitarian, and we honor him. Isaiah 38, verse number one. Lord, you were good. You've been so good. Lord, you were good. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. I can't thank you enough. Even if I try, you've been. Come on, wave your hand, tell him. So good. Oh, you've been. So good, so good, so good, so good. Wait a minute. You've been so good to me. Me. How's that 38? So many doors you've opened. So many ways you've made. So many times you heal me. You've been better than good to me. So many doors you've opened. So many ways you've made. So many times you heal. You've been better than good. So many doors. So many ways. So many times. You've been better than good to me. So many doors, so many ways, so many times, 
somebody that have been good to me. So many doors, so many ways, so many times. In those days, Hezekiah was sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus said the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord. said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I have walked with thee in truth with a perfect heart. And have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, thus said the Lord, The God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add 15 years. Do me a favor, look at a neighbor and say, Hey neighbor, I'm getting ready to shift from darkness into destiny come on tell your neighbor on your way to your seat I'm in the middle of a shift hallelujah please be seated please be seated let's oh. look at somebody and tell them everything is about to shift no 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 Hallelujah. Well, hear me. Listen. Give me, give me. You just may be one praise away from the greatest season of your life. Somebody knows what the devil meant for evil. Come on, tell your neighbor, but God meant it for good. Come on, shout in your neighbor's face and tell him I'm still here. And it's by the grace. Oh, no, no, no. It's by the grace of God. Yeah. I got that mindset. Listen. I, now I promise you, I ain't going to watch you dance. I'll help you dance, but I ain't going to watch you. Listen. Let me. Uh, I know it will, yes it will He'll make it all, I know he will, yes he will He'll make it all right I know he will, oh no 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 I know he will, oh he'll all right, y'all gonna get me in trouble. Y'all gonna get me in trouble. I know he will. 
Yes, he will. He'll make it all right. All right. Give me 20 minutes. You'll make it all right. Listen. This is the praise for the people who didn't see themselves coming out. But just wave your hand and tell somebody, I'm still here. And it's by the grace of God. Give me, give me 20 minutes and I promise you we will shout together. Hear me, there are, there are moments in the life of every believer if you will be honest, there are moments in the life of every believer when you are sincerely confused about what God is doing in your life. Please don't be fooled by your neighbor's praise just because they're shouting and dancing. Does that mean that they have clarity concerning what God is doing? Sometimes you have to praise God on credit. It don't look like the prayer is being answered. It doesn't look like the way is being made. But I praise him not because I can see it, but I believe it's going to get better. need you to understand the Bible says even in Isaiah 55 that his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. The scripture goes on to say that his ways are higher than ours. Sometimes God will take you through seasons of character formation only because he's trying to get you to a higher place. It is St. Thomas More who says, and I quote, he says, tribulation is the gift from God that he gives to his special friends. The enemy wants you to believe that tribulation is God's way of punishing you. But when God gives you tribulation, it is not punishment, it is position. God knows how to position you in a place that will prepare you for what is on the way. Unfortunately, there is a theological persuasion that suggests that if I do right, if I live right, if I give right, then I won't have any challenges. But I don't, you want you to understand that if you're really spiritual, you understand that the challenge does not come to those who are perfect. The challenge comes to those who are being perfected. I want you to understand that God can look at you the way you are and still see what he has promised over your life. But, but then there is another question because uh, the question is if God is so good then why would he allow certain challenges in the lives of those who trust him by faith? Well, if you're spiritual, you will see that the challenge is not really a challenge. It is an opportunity for God to prove that he can do what he promised. I want you to understand, as a matter of fact, if you really trust God by faith, you wouldn't look at it as a circumstance. You would look at it as a setup for something better. And I want you to know that whatever God is making you to become, there will be pain attached 
to this process but I need you to maintain your expectation because the scripture declares that your ladder will be greater than your past now now I, I must challenge you because when your expectation does not become your experience then your faith is deflated I, I, I can almost imagine Sunday after Sunday leaving this building you will leave here feeling like you can run through troops and leap over walls you leave here feeling like all things are possible to them that believe but can I ask you a question what do you do when your expectation is not your experience. I believe that every sick person has a right to expect to be healed. Every broken person has a right to expect to be delivered. But my question is, what do you do when your expectation is not your experience? Y'all not talking back to me. What, what do you do when you expect to be promoted, but you experience being laid off? What, what do you do when you expecting the doctor to say that you're completely healed, but your experience is they found another mass? I just want to ask you a question. What do you do when your expectation is not your experience I tell you whenever you do not experience what you expect you have to remain steadfast in your faith to God because whatever God does not bring you through he's going to strengthen you right in the middle of it I, I want you to understand that there is a new season that is about to break forth in your life. I need you to hear me prophetically. There is a new season. Come on, tell somebody there's a new season. There's a new season that's about to break forth in your life. But hear me, the only thing that's going to make this season new, if we become intentional about breaking old habits and become intentional about cultivating an environment of spiritual maturity. Listen, I intend to dance on this floor before I leave here. But understand that shouting and dancing in church is not a measure of maturity. We have learned how to have church but can I tell you when church is over there will then be the measure of what church really did for you because you can come here and shout and dance but the attack begins when you get to the parking lot I want you to understand even when you consider Daniel in the lion's den it is freshman theology that would suggest that Daniel is defeated if he is consumed by the lions Daniel's victory or defeat has nothing to do with the lions it has all to do with if he stops praying and I want to talk to every person that had to face lions tigers and bears but you remained on your face before God I want to talk to every person that had a reason to quit and to throw in the towel but you remained faithful to God as a matter of fact your praise has been so dynamic people couldn't even tell that you were going through while you were going through your hair is still done your shoes are still shine look at somebody and tell them the miracle of my life is not what I went through it's the fact that I don't look like 
<laughs> I need you. I need you to understand. Hear me, because when whenever your experience is not your expectation, then your hope is deflated, and that's what the enemy is after. He's after your ability to hope. The word hope in the Greek is the word elpis, which means to anticipate with pleasure. In other words, for every person that's in the fight of your life, the miracle is that I'm still expecting better. Oh, my job is uncertain. My marriage is on the rocks, but I'm still crazy enough to believe that God's got better. I want you to understand. So what we must do, new birth, we must learn now how to deal with doubt because understand these persons who are standing and shouting and dancing it's not that they don't deal with doubt it's that they have learned how to put doubt in its proper place um, understand there are some theologians who will tell you that faith is the absence of doubt and there are people who will tell you when you're having a moment of doubt it's because you don't have faith hear me faith is not the absence of doubt as a matter of fact Paul Tillich says it this way he says doubt is a step in the development of faith why because you cannot doubt what you never believed the only reason you're doubting today because once upon a time I believed that it was going to happen but because I had mountains that I couldn't climb I had valleys I couldn't survive I had floods that almost took me out now I'm in a place where I'm struggling to believe that God is still able but I need somebody in the room to grab a hold to faith and just just declare over your life if God said it he's able to bring it to pass but, but can I give you another note there is something else that you must consider because I believe the worst thing that a believer can do while you are going through the process is to compete and compare sometimes your greatest challenge is when you look at what's happening in somebody else's life and you become envious and jealous because it looks like they're winning you've got to learn how to keep your eyes on your own paper just tell your neighbor don't copy off of my paper because tell them understand you must understand when you look at a person's victory you don't know what they had to go through to get there I just want to tell somebody I didn't wake up like this I had to fight I had to cry oh wait a minute tell somebody all my life I had to fight I had to scratch tell somebody I know it looked like that I woke up like this but I had to survive I had to scuffle I had to hustle understand something now that's why you have to be careful how you covet somebody else's anointing be careful how you wish your life was like theirs look at your neighbor one time and tell him you don't want these problems no 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 you don't want these problems it, it's not easy huh? can, can, can I talk to every man in the room who has to lead a family and sometimes people take for granted that you keep showing up every week paying bills and stopping water leaks they take for granted that the grass keeps on getting cut can I talk to every woman who feels like sometimes your contribution is overlooked they think it's easy for you to work and to fold and to clean and to organize and to prepare look at somebody and tell them I want to thank
thank you for showing up week after week. People have no idea what it costs you to be you. They have no idea what it costs you to keep on showing up. And I just want to pause and prophesy to tell about a thousand people that God's about to pay you for your pain. He's about to reward you for your faithfulness. Will you just act like you the preacher for the day and shout in your neighbor's face and shout payday. Come on, tell your neighbor it's on the way. Oh, please, I'm almost where I need to be. I need you to hear me now because I have already observed that there are only two types of people in this room. You have the people who have come through and you have the people who are going through. I need every came through person to grab a going through person by the hand and say, hey neighbor, I need you to come on now because if God God did it for me. Tell them he's going to do it for you. I, I, I don't have much time, but 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 by the time by the time we consider the text today in the book of Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, hear me, is a book of vision. Now, when you consider panoramically the book of Isaiah, it is a book of vision. However, it is not a vision for a night. It's a vision for years, and sometimes the reason we miss God is because you think God wants to talk to you about right now when God's trying to talk to you about your future anybody ever came to church and you needed Dr. Bryant to prophesy to you right now but he said nothing about what you were going through at the moment because he was on prophetic assignment to speak into your future see it is not your present that the devil is trying to snatch he's trying to snatch your future because when I look at your future I see breakthrough I see increase I see overflow oh look at somebody and just tell them I see greater on you so so understand not only that 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 but it is amazing to me in the book of Isaiah the one who is talking to us about freedom is living through cycles of bondage that's how you know how anointed you are when you can tell other people to hold on when you yourself have thought about giving up that's how you know you've got glory on your life when and you can't even see how things are going to work out for you but you're telling everybody else if you hang on in there that's how you know you've got grace on your life when you can make everybody else's life make sense but you're still trying to figure yours out well I dare you to prophesy to your neighbor and say hey neighbor everything you sent out to everybody else is about to return to your house every prayer, every seed every sacrifice come on somebody shout it's on the way back watch this watch what happens watch what happens I'm almost there watch what happens Isaiah he is not talking now and he's talking about deliverance but the Bible says in those days that the king of Assyria had invaded the promised land so now you have a man who's been faithful to God but he is also under attack let's talk about Hezekiah because Hezekiah was a man who was faithful to God and 
new birth indulge me because you would believe that if I'm faithful to God if I'm consistent in my tithing if I am if I'm devoted in my service then I ought to get a guarantee I ain't got to deal with cancer I ain't got to deal with sickness I don't have to deal with struggle you would think that by coming here week after week giving God my best praise I ought to get an exemption from all of the hell that I had to go through but the Bible said that Hezekiah was a man of faith and not only was the territory under attack watch this but the Bible also said he became sick I got 13 minutes to talk the Bible said he became sick can we have a conversation the text does not tell us how he became sick it does not give us any indication of his symptoms he just became sick Uh, that's why every time you get a chance you ought to have a David type praise he said I will bless the Lord at all times because the text proves one thing if nothing else you can be well today and sick tomorrow oh what a difference a day makes don't you allow arrogance to creep in because you got six months worth of bill money in the bank because you can be on the mountaintop today and in the valley by morning that's why every time I come to church I don't wear no clothes I can't shout in I don't wear no shoes I can't dance in because I realize if it had not been Uh, uh, I'll let you know when I'm ready Uh, tell somebody I don't have no games to play because I know I am one tragedy away from the worst season of my life look at your neighbor and say hey girl I'll pull this wig completely off if it's gonna get in the way of my praise because had it not been for the Lord you ought to tell somebody you can't shame me out of my praise I don't care how you sit there and stab me I don't care how you look at me trying to figure out how long it's going to take me to get from behind this seat tell somebody no if you book I will run all over this building because I remember a time when I didn't know if I was coming or going and I am finally in a place where I can see the hand of God that is on my life um, no, 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 no. I feel the Holy Ghost understand something now. The Bible says in those days he was under attack. Not only was he under attack, but he became sick. Can we have a conversation? I don't mind going through one problem, but now on top of being under attack, I got to be sick too. Tell somebody, I ain't weak. I don't mind having a problem, but when I got to have money problems, marital problems, health problems, mental problems, at the same time, is there anybody in the room that ever felt like it's just too much? It is. Say so you say, Lord, I ain't trying to tap out. But I'm just trying to figure out when am I going to get a break? Texas, Texas, he's under attack. Not only is he under attack, but now he's sick. Now, 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 I I know because prophetic people don't mind being sick. Why? Because we know that God is able to heal all manner of disease. And the prophet, the Bible said the prophet came by the house. Uh, The prophet came by the house. And I would think that when the prophet comes by the house, that the prophet is about to tell me that this sickness is not unto death. I would be expecting the prophet to tell me 
many are the afflictions of the righteous but God will deliver I would be expecting the prophet to tell me you shall live and not die but check out the text the Bible said that when the prophet showed up he said Hezekiah get your house in order he said you getting ready to die Oh, the Bible declares, he says now, you get ready to die. And I'm sure if Hezekiah was anything like us, he's saying, God, how uh, is it my time to die? I've been faithful to you. Uh, in other words, uh, I, 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 I forgave my enemies. Uh, I didn't clap back at folk that clapped at me. Oh, God, uh, Lord, how is it uh, my time to die? Not only that, but can I give you one other detail? Uh, Hezekiah is now only 39 years old. <laughs> This is not the age that you expecting to be sick, let alone die. Hezekiah is in the prime of his life. He's got ambition. He's got goals and desires. And the prophet comes by the house and said, Hezekiah, you are going to die. I imagine that it became dark in Hezekiah's house. I imagine that it became dark in Hezekiah's mind. And I just want to pause and talk to the few people in the room who are not too proud to admit that even though I'm praising God at church, I've endured some dark days at home. Come on, do me a favor and just reach at a neighbor and say, oh, neighbor. Come on, tell him I've been going through some things. I've had to, I'll tell you when I'm ready. He said, I've had to suffer. I've had to endure. I've had to fight and to battle. But what I'm glad about is that after all I've been through, I still have my joy. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say, oh, neighbor. I see you going through but tell them I got a feeling that something good is about to happen in your life Hezekiah received some bad news and I want to talk to every person who's had to dance over bad news you've had to smile over bad news you've had to be happy in the middle of the saddest season do me a favor Grab your neighbor and say, oh, neighbor, I see you coming through. So come on and tell somebody that if you're going to survive, you're going to have to learn how to endure hardness as a good soldier. I want to tell every believer that it's making you better. But there are at least three things that you got to learn how to do. The Bible said that Hezekiah, when he got a word from the prophet, he didn't panic. He just turned his face. And that's point number one. If you're going to shift your life, you're going to have to turn back to God. Do me a favor and just wave at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's time for the church to turn back to God. It's time for his people to turn back to God. We have become too dependent on the political system. We have become too dependent on the economic system. All of the systems of the world, they do have their 
place but I'm from the old church and the old saints would declare on Christ the solid rock I stand all of the ground is sinking sand come on come on grab a neighbor by the hand and said neighbor I don't care how bad it looks the shift of your life is still in your hand you don't have to die here you don't have to settle for this all you got to do is turn back to God number one he turned back to God I want to tell every believer if you turn it over to Jesus he knows how to make it all right if you turn your finances turn your marriage turn your business turn it back over to him I need a thousand people that came in here with a burden who declares I refuse to take this back home I dare you to run your burden and drop it off at the altar and tell your neighbor I ain't taking this back home it's too heavy for me I'm not taking it back home because I believe that God's got greater grab a neighbor grab them by the hand and repeat after me and tell them I see greater 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 I see greater coming I see greater coming tap three people and say neighbor I see greater coming I see greater coming I know it's a dark season but be not dismayed whatever be tied God will God will won't it do it won't it work it don't tell three people he's gonna work it he's gonna work it he's gonna work it he turned his face back to the wall number one he turned to God number two he talked to God I came to tell you that if you're going to turn to him you need to talk to him you got to tell the Lord whatever you need you got to tell the Lord y'all so busy telling everybody else you done told Facebook you done told Instagram you done told your best friend but I I came to tell somebody you ought to tell the one who is able you ought to tell the one who can do it tell the Lord lift up your voice and say Lord I need you Lord I need a breakthrough don't be proud lift up your hands and say Lord I need you to move Lord I need a miracle anybody in the room that needs a miracle lift up your hands open your mouth and say Lord do it for me I need you do it for me I need it 
did it. Number one, he turned to him. Number two, he talked to him. But I came to tell you, there's one more thing that you got to do after you turn to him. Then you got to talk to him. But after you talk to him, you got to trust in him. Because when, when you talk to the Lord, it won't always look like he's working it in your favor. But I need you to trust and believe. It's going to work for your good. I need Hezekiah and Isaiah. I need Hezekiah and Isaiah. Hezekiah and Isaiah. I get to be God. Hezekiah and Isaiah. Isaiah went to the house told Hezekiah you gonna die Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and told the Lord I've been faithful I've been committed I had to smile when I wanted to cry I had to serve when I wanted to quit I had to give when I had nothing left I need you to make good on your promise you promised me that my life would be greater you promised me that my life would be greater wait a minute Hezekiah talked to God but did y'all notice that God never talked to Hezekiah Hezekiah prayed to God but God didn't answer his prayer and I know that some of y'all you are concerned about the answer to your prayer but I came to tell you that whenever God don't talk to you it's because he's working on your behalf he didn't tell Hezekiah he told Isaiah go back and tell him I'm about to turn some things around I want to prophesy by the time you get back to work good news is gonna meet you out there somebody check your email check your text message check your bank account I declare that good news just hit your house I came to prophesy by this time on tomorrow everything everything I need 2,000 people to turn around in your seat and tell your neighbor he's turning it in my favor he's working it for my good we've been made endure for a night but joy will joy will joy will I'm out of time I said I'm out of time but before I leave you I just want to tell you God God he did one more thing he said wait a minute he said tell Hezekiah I'm gonna add 15 years to his life but the question is 
God, how you gonna do it? Because what I know about my God, he's a God of order. He put the moon over the night. He put the sun over the day. He gave the bark to the dog and the meow to the cat. And because God is a God of order, ever since Eden, the dog is still barking. The cat's still meowing. The moon is over the night. The sun is over the day. So my question is, if you are God of divine order, how are you going to add 15 years to my life? He said, tell Hezekiah, I'm going to turn the sundial back. Now how you going to turn the sundial back without interrupting your divine order? I need you to help me. Grab a neighbor. Grab him by the hand. And say, neighbor, God's about to change the rules on your behalf. He's about to change the rules just for you. You thought you needed some earnest money. You thought you needed a co-signer. You thought you had to have 10 years of experience. But God, he's changing the rules just to bless you. Look at your neighbor and said, neighbor, don't be intimidated by the qualification. Don't be intimidated by the requirement because God is changing the rules to bless you. Everybody here that almost quit, almost gave up, wave your hand and say, neighbor, I'm so glad I held on to God because I got a feeling, I got a feeling that everything will be all right. When you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's going to be all right. It's going to be. I got to leave. I got to leave. I got to leave. I got to leave. I got one more revelation. Here's what puzzled me. The Bible said, I said, the Bible said, he said, tell Hezekiah, I'm going to turn the sundial back and I'm going to add 15 years. Come on, stay in there with me now. I'm going to add 15 years to your life. It would have made sense to me if Hezekiah had had his own son but the same son that was turned back for Hezekiah got turned back for everybody look at your neighbor and said neighbor I'm so glad you sat next to me because the miracle that's coming on my life is about to roll over onto your life every now and then on the Oprah Winfrey show Oprah Winfrey will give one person one call but because the people start praising then Oprah says calls for everybody I beg you to turn around and tell your section miracles for everybody breakthrough for everybody 
God, your worst season ends today. God get ready to pay you for your pain. You sold in many tears. Get ready to reap in joy. If you believe it, put a leap in your ankles. Put a shout in your mouth. Lift up a sign in this room. Tell your neighbor, I'm shifting from darkness to destiny. I'm shifting from poverty to provision. I'm shifting from weakness into strength. I need somebody. Start shifting. Don't stay where you are. Shift in here. Shift out of it. Come out of darkness. Come out of despair. Come out of weakness. Come out of sickness. Come on out. Come on out. This is the day that the Lord has made. Get ready. Get ready. He's going to do it. He's going to work it. If you believe it, start leaping. Start shouting. Give God praise. Give him a dance. Lift him up. Give God glory. Let the devil know. I still believe. I still believe. I still believe. I still believe. Put a leap. I gotta go. My time is up. My time is up. Do me a favor. Tell your neighbor, God's about to break the rules for you. I know they told you you don't qualify. Don't worry about that. God's about to break the rules. He's about to break the rules just to bless you. If you believe it, give him glory. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. For every person who said, Preacher, I've been in the dark place. Many of you, you know how to mask it. That's why people don't understand our culture. Sometimes we dress up on the outside like we do to cover the misery that's on the inside. But would you believe me if I told you God's about to make you just as happy on the inside as you look on the outside. But there are three things you got to do. You got to turn. You got to talk. Then you got to trust him. And the trusting part is the most difficult. Because you're going to be trying to trust God, believing that he's fixing the problem. And it will get worse before it gets better. But when you trust him, you can be steadfast. I'll tell every person in the room, lift your hands. Put your hands really high. Song says, He'll never leave you. He'll never leave you. He 
said like this look at somebody and tell them trust him yeah, now, now my sequel come on trust him come on tell them trust him oh no 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 oh, no 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 trust him oh y'all ain't talking tell them trust yeah come on tell them trust him your neighbor trust him everybody trust you gotta trust him trust him hey I got that behind trust him trust him touch three people and tell them you got to trust him you got to trust him with tears in your eyes you got to trust him with your back against the wall you got to trust him oh, no, 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 no. Listen, I, I'm over my time I'm over my time Darkness don't mean death. Sometimes you got to take matters into your own hand. The prophet told him, you're going to die. He turned, he talked, then he trusted. And what did God do? Look at somebody telling you three moves away. You three moves. I've got to go. My time is up. You're celebrating independence, not from a carnal system. You're celebrating independence from a demonic system. They want you to be consumed with fear and doubt. It says, I've not given you the spirit of fear, but I've given you power, love, Ooh, and sound mind. That's some of y'all's miracle right there. After all you've been through, you should have lost your mind. 
Come on, tell, tell your neighbor, my miracle ain't a house or a car. My miracle is the fact that I still got my... I want to, as I go to my seat, as a declaration of your faith, I wish I had time to get off this stage and walk this floor, but I, I don't have time. But I want to pray for every person who will trust the Lord today by faith. Come Tuesday, which is the day that America celebrates their supposed independence. It's the day we're going to celebrate my independence from fear and doubt and anxiety. Come Tuesday, there will be 180 days left in this year. And I want every person in the room or online who has the faith to take the remaining days of your year and put them under the blood of Jesus. I don't care what has happened already. By Tuesday, you're going to hit a 180. Let's look at somebody talking about Tuesday. Everything. I just need about 2,000 people to believe it. Come on, tell somebody. By Tuesday, everything's got to shift. By Tuesday, everything's about to turn. Tell your neighbor, you got 48 more hours to cry, 48 more hours to worry. Because by Tuesday, God's going to shift everything in my life. And what was going the wrong way has to head in the right direction. Listen, listen, I got to move. I want every person who would trust the Lord, I want you to get a 180C. Get it on your phone in your hand. I want you to rush it to this altar. Wave it. And I want you to move as quickly as you expect God to move for you. Somebody said, two more days, two more days, two more days, two more days. We're going to hit a 180. There are 180 days left in the year. And I'm going to take authority over the remaining days. And I'm declaring, and the people of God are moving. Move, move quickly as you can. I want you to move as quickly as you want God to move for you. Somebody said, I'm not sowing for myself. I'm sowing for my children. I'm sowing for my family. I'm sowing for my business. I want every person in the room who would trust the Lord to take the remaining days of your year and put them under the blood of Jesus. Gather your seed. Gather your faith. Tell somebody, I'm sowing. Huh. I'm sowing. I'm sowing. And while I'm sowing, come on, somebody say, everything is changing. Everything is changing. Everything is changing. Everything. And the people of God are coming. Watch this. While you're walking this way, you're inspiring somebody else to sow. I challenge you not to miss this moment. For those of you who are online, I want you to gather your seed. The giving platforms are on the screen. That's how you know that you've got grace for victory. Because even in a dark season, I can still sow. 
even in a dark season, I can still trust him. Let your seed speak for you. Let your seed, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And the people of God are coming. Every step you make, you're overcoming cancer. You're overcoming anxiety. You're overcoming fear. You're overcoming rejection. There are many people in the room who said, Preacher, I'm sowing today. I don't have 180, but I have a seed. And I want you to bring it. I want you to bring it. Don't allow the number to make you feel disqualified from the moment. You said, Preacher, I'm not sowing 180. I'm sowing 80. Because I believe that God's about to shift my life. Somebody said, I almost gave up. Almost threw in the towel. Almost walked away. But here I am, still standing, still believing, still believing. And the people of God are coming, come, 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 come. And as you walk this way, you're breaking cycles, generational destruction and defeat. What you had to go through, your children won't have to go through. What you had to go through, your grandchildren won't have to go through. Somebody say, I'm breaking the cycle today. It ends with me. I'm overcoming it right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask you now to bless every seed, bless every sower, cause them to increase and to prosper. Expand their territory. Strengthen their stakes now in the name of Jesus. Cause favor to find them. Send their names in rooms that their bodies have never been in. In the name of Jesus, all things work together. If you believe in God for victory, come on all of the room, clap your hands and give God. I want to take the ride.
hands together if you know we serve a God that will not fail. I say put your hands together if you know we serve a God that will not fail. All right. It's two things that God can't do. He will never fail and he won't lie. Look at somebody say, God won't fail and he can't lie. All right. This song says, God won't fail. We got one more song after this, but I feel the Holy Ghost. But we'll do this song and then the Holy Ghost is going to creep in a little bit stronger a little later. I need y'all to tell this story. Sing God won't fail. Testimony. God won't fail. God won't fail. 
stumble in choir rehearsal and get saved. Hey, be careful of that, because that had a little Holy Ghost in it. So, they used to sing old songs, and when they would sing songs, the power of God would fall real, 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 real strong. Right, so, an old song they used to, I'm, I'm nervous to sing it, Antoine. Something has shifted in my bed. Song says, down in my soul cry. Oh, See you wave your hand. If you wanna be holy, I've got 
Power to raise the dead. 
let me hear y'all sing it. Sounds so much better. I see you, mother. Everybody know music, holy,
All right, you guys, we have made it to an end of another podcast. We hope and pray that you all have enjoyed the podcast here this Sunday. Hope you have been encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to push forward and make it through this upcoming week. Um, We know that some listen on Sunday and some listen throughout the week. So whatever day it is that you tune into the podcast, we pray that you are encouraged um that is the purpose of this podcast to continue to uplift one another keep each other encouraged keep each other lifted uh to give a little bit of push because we know we all need a little bit of a push sometimes um well we pray that you guys have enjoyed and we hope that you Uh, continue to support the podcast Uh, again if there's anything that you guys would like to hear on the podcast that you currently are not hearing on the podcast if there's a particular artist that you might want to hear if there is a particular song that you might love or enjoy that you feel as though it needs to be shared with the masses please let me know Um, I will do my best to get my hands on uh, the song or the artist that you are um, want, wanting to have the rest of the podcast listeners to hear. And I will definitely get it uploaded to our podcast. Um, but again, we really want to send a special thank you to everyone who tunes in each and every week our faithful podcast listeners you guys are amazing Um, i continue to check uh to see how well we we are doing um and especially against some podcasts that have been out longer and podcasts that um produce the same content uh that i produce and we are um, definitely um, running with the big boys. Um, we might not be um, listened to as much as a syndicated show um, that the masses uh, tunes into on a 
weekly or daily basis, but we definitely are um, one of the top podcasts um, in our genre here today. And that would not be possible without all of you faithful listeners, the ones who uh, continue to push me um, to make sure that the podcast is released. Uh, the ones that hit me up if it's a little late, later than normal and they say, hey man, where's the podcast? You know, or if it was a Sunday where I might be uh, a little tied up and hadn't had a chance to really uh, put anything together and they send me the message and are looking forward to receiving the podcast and are basically like, hey man, I, I, I need my podcast. Where is it at? You guys are the ones that cause me to, uh, on on a week where I'm not feeling my best or a week where I'm a little on the tired side, to push through the tiredness, push through the, I really don't feel like it today, and still making sure that this podcast is put out. And I want to send a special thank you to all of you. Um, you all know who you are, those faithful listeners, uh, especially my ride or dies who have been listening since day one. Um, and all of our new listeners, we thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you also uh, for taking a chance at seeing what this podcast is all about. Uh, we love and thank you all. We will continue to pray for you, continue to pray for us. And as always, we will see you on the other side.
eyes and lift your hands. Say where you are, please. Lift your hands and worship. Come on. For your E320 season, God is fulfilling promises. I appreciate you, Apostle God. It's fulfilling promises. You better not give up on God. This is a season that our God, who is faithful, is fulfilling promises. Worship, come on. Abundantly, abundantly, above all that, above all that I ask all I ask a thing, exceeding, exceedingly, abundantly, abundantly, above all that, above all that I ask all I ask a thing, exceeding, exceedingly, abundant, abundantly, above all that, above all that I ask all I ask a thing, exceeding, exceedingly, abundant, abundantly, above all that, above all that I ask a thing, exceeding, exceedingly, above all that I ask a thing, exceeding, exceedingly, into a season of fulfilled promises. Father, we thank you for revealing to us our potential. Thank you for loving us enough that you've processed us, delivered us from that which was problematic, brought us into recovery, equipped us now are seating us in the practice of promise we give you glory we give only your name honor and praise now God that which we have received as according to your word let it be sealed in us by your spirit to the day of redemption father I thank you that on the other side of this convocation we shall witness that which eyes have not seen that which ears have not heard even those things that have not yet even entered to the hearts and the minds of men Father we thank you for honoring and trusting us that you would give us a net breaking anointing that in everything we set our hands to do we shall prosper and have good success as according to your word, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks for it being done in Jesus' name. I'm getting out of your way.